Welcome to Podcasting for Coaches. I'm Brittany Felix, and I'm a podcast launch consultant who specializes in helping coaches and consultants utilize the power of podcasting as a way to build brand awareness and generate new leads for their business. I realize not every new coach or consultant can afford to hire someone to help launch their show. So I created this podcast as a way to guide you through the process of launching and utilizing your very own podcast to help you grow your business and reach a new audience of adoring followers and potential clients. If you're ready to get your voice and podcast out into the world, head over to podcastingforcoaches.com to learn more. Welcome to episode 40 of Podcasting for Coaches. This week, I am so excited to bring you a guest today. As I mentioned last week, I am introducing guests bi-weekly on the show to help you get some real information from coaches and consultants who have started a podcast for their business and have found that it has helped tremendously in one way or another. So this week, I have Greg Clunas on the show, and Greg and I have been kind of on each other's radar on Facebook for a while now. He's been in the podcast space. He's been a guest on several of my clients' podcasts, and I've always been incredibly impressed with his expertise and his passion and his ability to really inspire and motivate people. So Greg, thank you so much for being on the show, and I'm going to go ahead and let you take it away with a little bit more information as to what it is that you do and how a podcast has helped you. Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor. Second, to those listening, I appreciate you spending some time with me. As far as how podcasting has changed my life, it's actually insane. <laughs> it's one of those really weird things that going through it, I still don't totally believe it. So I got into podcasting about five years ago, just being perfectly honest on a whim. I had just graduated college. I was sitting in a marketing job bored out of my mind. And I was just looking for content to consume. I couldn't sit and watch YouTube videos because my boss had this habit of walking back and forth behind my desk. <laughs> so couldn't really uh, risk it. So I found podcasts because obviously you can listen to it without anyone really knowing what you're doing. So I got into entrepreneurship shows. I got into marketing shows, true crime shows, so on and so forth. And just really fell in love with the medium and, and the way that someone could communicate with it. So finally, that transitioned into me deciding, hey, I have sound engineering experience. I have content making experience. Let me try my hand at this. So I, I bought a course to learn the specifics, decided, great, I'm going to jump into it. Launched my first show, which was called Time to Launch, ironically. <laughs> and it, uh, it absolutely flopped. It was just a terrible, terrible experience of a show for the listener. It was a cool experience for me because I now had a show. It was on iTunes. That was awesome. But for the listener, it was just poorly done. No real structure around it. Fast forward, I am now the host of a show called Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. This is the fourth or fifth show that I've hosted personally. And that show I launched January 1st, 2016. And there was a very specific reason for it. So it's in the personal development space. And I was just frustrated with that industry. I was so angry at some of the messages and the clearly salesy things that I was seeing happening in that world because I knew the power that personal development had to help somebody, to help them navigate dark times, to help them deal with uh, loss or to deal with just so many really, really dark things that can happen to a person personal development, self-help, these are the tools to help you get out of it. And I started noticing that this industry was becoming way more about saying things that sound great on an Instagram quote and 
far less about actually helping people and actually giving them the tools to do something. So instead of sitting there frustrated and angry, I decided I was going to create something that tackled that problem, that focused exclusively on how do we change our lives each individual day? How do we take behavior change and implement it into our lives in order to create the results we're looking for, regardless of what those results are? So I launched this show. And when I tell you it skyrocketed, I mean, blows my mind to this day numbers. So six months in, it had done a million downloads. And to give some context for those of you who maybe haven't launched yet, my show prior to that was called Casual Conversations with Awesome People. And it did well. It ran for a full season. So 12 episodes, three months. And it did a total of about 13,000 downloads. And so six months in of this new show, it had a million downloads. Three months in, it was already over the three or 400,000 download number. Honestly, 10 weeks into it, it was over the 100,000 download number. So it, it was just absolutely mind-blowing how quickly it was growing. And that has led to speaking engagements. That's led to a book deal that's coming out in January that's of the same name. It's based directly on the book. It's led to speaking to people and having a voice to people in 175 different countries. It's allowed me to basically be flooded in my Instagram with messages of people telling me how this episode helped them to change this habit. And then that led to this and just these amazing stories that I never in my life would have thought uh, I would be able to be a part of and, and to be able to help others with. So it's been a wild ride. Now with the book coming out, I expect to be perfectly honest, it's going to pick up even further. The momentum is there. And, and so I just want to take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. And there are multiple things I want to touch on there. So your download numbers, which I know that you wanted to put some of it in context, I'm going to do that even further. Those are crazy, insane, awesome numbers. Um, (laughs) So for, for anyone listening to this who isn't really sure like what, you know, a show should quote unquote have download wise, you know, six months out, there are shows that have been podcasting for years who have you know, are lucky to hit 50,000. That doesn't mean that they're not great shows, that they're not effective, that they don't serve a purpose. But what that means for Greg is that his message is resonating and I can absolutely understand why. And you listening to this episode right now are a coach or consultant. So you're wanting to inspire those changes and help your clients change some aspect of their life, whether that's their fitness or their mental health, their business, whatever it is. So for one, definitely listen to Greg's show because it's amazing and it's going to fit right in line with what you are wanting to help other people with. But I want to also talk about the book a little bit and how that factors into, you know, what your actual business is. So we know about the podcast. What is it that you actually do for other people? You know, what type of services do you provide? And where does this new book fit into that? Yeah. So I introduce myself as a content creator first. So if I could have my way, everything I do, both from my products to my content to my community everything would be content driven. So the podcast is one of the spokes to my personal brand hub. The podcast is obviously the largest spoke at this point. The book is a second on that. And its job is purely to attract attention, to communicate with the people who already know who I am, to build community, to build trust, to make sure people know who I am. Hopefully they end up liking me, but that's less controllable. The podcast and the book and the videos on my YouTube and a few other streams of 
attention acquisition. And that's what I, I really like to think of them as is I'm acquiring attention through this content. Its job is to bring people in so that they get dropped into a funnel. And that funnel's job is to lead them either to a course sale, which again, more content. And that's what I really want to double down on because I think that's what I'm best at out of everything that I could possibly do. I think creating content is where I can bring the most value. So I'm either selling a course or I'm speaking on stage, or if I do any consulting, it's very big ticket corporate consulting. And I still do some coaching, which is really how I've sort of supported myself in the last few years is coaching one-on-one with people around various topics. And so there is still some of that. Probably by the end of next year, I'll be moving further and further away only because I think, again, creating actual content and delivering that content, I think is what I'm best at. As much as I love working with people one-on-one, if it's not what I'm best at, I just need to bite the bullet and, and commit. Right. Okay. So I want to unpack a couple of things there. With having your course and having these one-on-one coaching and higher ticket consulting and speaking gigs. So the podcast, obviously you said is one spoke of all of that, but what has the podcast done specifically to help in those other areas of your business? So how does your podcast have a ripple effect? The podcast created everything. Okay. Here's the thing that I think people forget when I'm speaking to them is three and a half years ago, I guess, before I launched this show, there was nothing. I had no social media. I had no email list, no business, no nothing. Launching that podcast has created every single other opportunity that has come into my life since then. The book is a direct result of having the podcast. And I mean direct, like an editor listens to my show and reached out with a book deal. That's how I got it. The speaking engagements, direct result. People listen, they tell their people, and then, hey, I'm booked as a speaker. Every single thing has come from that podcast, which is why I'm so passionate about the medium, because it's not just, hey, this podcast is great and it changed my life. I literally mean it created everything I have now. And anything that might come comes as a direct result of me launching that show three years ago. So one thing that we have discussed previously, for those that don't know, I actually was a guest on Greg's podcast and it's going to be coming out here shortly. He mentioned during that show that his podcast has helped him create friendships. And I think that this is an aspect of podcasting for your business that gets missed so much, not necessarily friendships, but just networking and the connections that you make with other people. So do you mind elaborating on that a little bit more, what podcasting has done for your overall personal and professional network? Yeah. So podcasting has been an interesting tool in in that front. One that, like you said, I, I never would have considered. So through interviewing people. I've made friends that I've had now for three, four, five years, even from the very first show I ever launched. In addition to that, I've been able to utilize it as a way to gain mentors. This is something that I don't find many people doing, but when I'm at a networking event and there is someone speaking or someone presenting that I really want to connect with, I use my podcast as leverage to make that connection. I would have had them on the show anyway, because I obviously like who they are and what they're presenting. If it's relevant to my audience, I would have wanted to have them on. But now I have a direct way to say, hey, I'm going to bring you value. And I don't really want anything in exchange. I just want you in my circle somehow. And that ends up happening many more times than not as a result of being able to bring them on the show or introduce them to a guest that I've had previously that I think they would be a good fit for or whatever the thing is. But there are so many 
micro opportunities that come from having a show that many people forget about in sort of the front end of great, let's acquire attention and drive that to a sale. Yes, that can happen. But around the edges of it, there's all these other things that you can utilize it to create. So to wrap up here, I've got a couple of final questions. One is, if somebody is listening to this show, so the people that are listening, they're coaches and consultants, they are considering starting a podcast. They're not quite sure how they're going to use it for their business. And that's why they're listening to these episodes is to find out the way that a podcast can really help them. They're in those beginning stages. It seems overwhelming. They're not really sure how they should really maximize on their efforts with a podcast so that it is the most impactful for their business. What advice would you provide with them in the very beginning to help set them up for success? I would say that a podcast is an amazing tool. And I'm sure you, you've talked about this on the show, Brittany. So if anything, maybe I'm just reinforcing it. But a podcast is an amazing tool because it provides a direct connection with the people you're trying to reach. Here's what I mean by that. Yes, you can drive people into the top of a funnel and that funnel, if it's designed well and you test it and works, can lead to either course sales or coaching clients. And, and that absolutely 100% can happen with a podcast, just like any other form of content. Beyond that, though, many times if your goal is, hey, this is my message, I want to get this message out there and help as many people as I can, many people out there can gain a ton of value just by listening to your show. The reason they can gain more value by listening to the show than they might watching a video or reading an article is because they can fit your show in during found time. Now, I can't tell you how many audience members of my show, people that listen and speak to me and are part of the community, have told me the reason I started listening to podcasts is because if I had time to sit and watch a video or if I had time to sit and read an article, I would just do the thing I know I should do. These people are, especially the people who listen to podcasts, they're intelligent. A lot of them know exactly what they should be doing. They're just struggling with the accountability and the time and, and all the things that you guys as, as experts and as coaches, you know that this is what their real problem is. So if they had the time to sit and read a, an article or watch a video, they would just do the thing. The problem is they don't. And so therefore, a podcast serves as such an incredible tool because they can fit it in when they're doing other things. They can listen while they're driving. They can listen when they go for their run or whatever routines they already have. They can add this on top of it without disrupting anything. And that's how you get in front of them, which then allows everything else to happen because you can't affect their behavior. You can't help them if they've never heard of you, if they've never heard your message, if they've never consumed you in any way. And if they're not going to consume you in other ways because they don't have time, then a podcast is one of the best, if not the only ways that you can reach them. Greg, thank you so much for that. I have said something to that effect, but nowhere near as elegantly and as impactful. So I appreciate that. To wrap up really quickly here, one final question. Where can people go to find your podcast? And more importantly, check out this new book that when this episode is being released, has just been made available. Sure. So uh, three main things. Uh, you can go to gregclunas.com. That's sort of the central hub where everything is. The podcast is called Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. You're already listening to a show. So 
you know, just do a quick search and check it out. Listen to one or two episodes. If you hate it, let me know. I actually really love getting that feedback because that's how I keep things fresh, keep it moving and, and changing. If you love it, then obviously I want to know that too, because my ego is not big enough yet. Um, <laughs> and so I uh, would really, really love your feedback on that. And if you feel like, you know what? I really want to check out this book. I think this guy has some smart stuff to say. Uh, you can find a free chapter of it at tinyleapsbook.com. That's tinyleapsbook.com. Just go there, enter your name and email. You guys know the deal. And uh, you'll get a free chapter delivered straight to your inbox. It's like the first 40-something pages. So there's a good amount of content in it. Yeah, that's amazing. I will definitely have the link to all of those resources in the show notes, including Greg's Instagram, so you can connect with him on there because I know he's very active on that platform. And you can find all of those show notes by going to podcastingforcoaches.com, just clicking on the podcast tab in the main menu and going to episode number 40. You know the drill by now. Greg, thank you so, so much for being on here. It was a blast and I cannot wait to see where Tiny Leap's big changes goes in the future because I know this is just the beginning. Thank you so much. This was an absolute honor. that wraps up another episode of podcasting for coaches. If you'd like to connect with me further, get additional free resources, receive updates on this podcast and connect with other coaches and consultants who are using a podcast for their business. I'd like to invite you to join the podcasting for coaches community on Facebook. You can either search for podcasting for coaches community on Facebook to find it, or you can use the link that's in the show notes for every single episode of this podcast on my website, podcastingforcoaches.com. 